0: Welcome to the Business Developers Network, where today's leading business developers share and learn innovative business development concepts to generate greater value for their businesses. Hosted by Artie Ruderman, Principal of Innovative Growth Solutions broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta and worldwide across the PBC syndicated networks. This episode made possible in part by Innovative Growth Solutions. For more info, visit igscorp.net. And now, please welcome your host of the Business Developers Network, Artie Ruderman.
1: Hello, I am Artie Ruderman, your host of the Business Developers Network. If you're interested in driving business and generating revenue, you're going to be interested in our guest today, Robert Williams III. Robert is the CEO of Insight, a web-based small business development system. His expertise is in strategy development, organizational alignment, and strategic execution. And he brings with him a Bachelor of Science in Business Management, a Master uh, of MBA Uh, in administration. And also, and this is interesting, an associate degree in criminal justice. We'll have to drill down on that just a little bit and how that brought you to where you are today. But what's of real interest is Insight. And by the way, Insight is spelled E-N-S-Y-T, Insight. And I'll let Robert elaborate on who he is and on Insights. Robert?
2: Good morning, (coughs) Artie. Excuse me. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I really do appreciate it. yeah, I, you know, our mission with Insight is to, is to help our clients save money, save their time, drive, and drive long-term viability. You know, our vision, after we've done a lot of research and, and understand how tough it is to start a business and run a business, um, we understand that the, the failure rate is against you when you start a business. So our vision is to, is to completely eliminate that possibility of failing you know, in your business by helping you to build a, a structure that will, that will, again, gain viability and maintain viability and, and help you reach the success you want.
1: Robert, that would be for startups or for existing
2: businesses? You know, Insight is ideal, in my opinion, for startups, those who are starting a business from the ground up, and for existing business, businesses that maybe um, are in a situation where the business is not quite performing the same way that it, they thought it would. And they're looking for another opportunity to develop a different strategy or maybe a different model or models, you know, to, to capture um, opportunities in the market or from the market today.
1: Well, Robert and I are in the same sandbox. You know, I I'm, I have Innovative Growth Solutions, which is also a contract business development firm. And what I find is that... There are many firms that just hit a, a log jam, if you will. Yes. Um, they, they could be going along fine, and they grow from two people, five people, 25, mm-hmm. 50 people. And whether it be an innovation change or whether it be competition, but their business model needs to be refocused.
2: I, I agree totally. I, as a matter of fact, I've, I've mentioned many times, uh, I think there's a clip on my, on my website as well, that talks about assumptions. You know your assumptions of what the customer is, or where they are, and and what challenges they may have right now. Um, if you don't, if you don't have the proper assumptions, which you gain by doing the proper research in your environment, um, if you don't have the right assumptions, you can misplace your model. Or the model can be not right for the market at the time. So, m- you know, my thing is, I, just because you have a great plan and a great system and, and you are solving problems today for your customers, that may not be the case tomorrow or next month because, I mean, with technology alone, your problem that you're solving may be, your process may be obsolete tomorrow because there's, there's a platform, uh, there's a, a web page that you can go to, uh, that this person can go to, to solve the problem quicker than you can. Well,
1: you know? my, my favorite expression for exactly what you're talking about is the only constant is change itself. Absolutely. And you need to keep adapting. And also, while we're talking about companies hitting a wall, you know, many times a company is started by an engineer and he has an, a unique invention or a patent um, or, or a professional firm that starts out with some major clients, if you will. But as the company grows, it begins to stall. Yes. And, and, you know, that might not be their expertise, business development for instance, which I define as any activity that generates value, is, might not be the focus anymore. And, right. and they don't understand that. So actually what you're offering isn't just for startups then, it really is for any company that wants to drive business and generate more revenue.
2: That's absolutely correct. Um, I'm a firm believer that when you're running a business, again, startups, or if you've had a business for many years, at some point throughout your you know your travels for the lack of a better way of putting it, you have to be able to step back and step up and look at your business the way a banker would or maybe as an investor would and understand how that business actually is actually fitting within the marketplace is it Is it going the right direction are you Are you aligning your process and procedures in a way that would get you to that point you know and do you have that point well identified
1: right? You know, it's, it's interesting we're having this conversation, and it's interesting that we're both contract business developers. And the reason I mentioned that, I was talking to, um, I think, a recruitment firm just, just the other day, uh, and the president uh, kind of uh, said that contract business development is an area of growth because every company is looking to grow their, their base. Yes. And they're, they're not looking for necessarily um, putting on more Overhead. Mm-hmm. So, what we're offering right now is very much in keeping with the times.
2: Yes, I, I agree totally. I, um, I I'm a firm believer also, and we talked about earlier. Um, business development is um, it's how you bring value to a company in almost anything you do. For example, if I have a moment to, to Please. give a little example here, um, I worked in customer care for a while, and of course, in that business, you you tend to fall into this this feeling that you're not helping the company at all. You are just there taking taking calls, people yelling at you and you're not really, you know, helping the customers helping the business bottom line. The truth is you are and I think at that level you are also developing the business because you are saving the customer you are providing a service to the customer that's keeping them coming back and keeping them wanting to you know talk good about your company Um, on top of that the information you gather the problems you solve that information is gathered and is taken by your managers and your directors and they're using it to justify more funding they're using it to justify better marketing and that's all That all ties into the business development process right uh, absolutely. I mean, many times
1: you're called and I'm called to generate sales for a company. Yes. And there's a, a real need for that. And I will point out to management that why do they have this need? How did they get there? And it, it often isn't just going out and knocking on more doors with the old business model, right? There could be an issue. We, we had on um, manufacturing assembly um, Manufacturing Assembly Components, I, I believe their name was. And they wanted to grow from $50 million to $100 million, And the business developer um, realized that the infrastructure, the, the way that they were set up, could not handle the growth. So he focused on reinventing the IT for it, and that helped the company grow. So it's any activity that generates value. So often what I'm looking at isn't just knocking on more doors, but going back and looking at the root cause of why. New business is necessary, or what's the hindrance for new business? Your business model, by the way, is is different than mine. Mine is a little bit more hands on implementation. Mm-hmm. Yours has an interesting twist. It's a web based small business development. So talk about that.
2: Well, the reason why I chose to to do the web based systems and system is because I I truly believe that the magic that many people look for when they are writing a business plan or having someone write the business plan for them. Um, it's often missed. I think the true magic that occurs when you when you are developing a business occurs as you grow through that process, as you do the research, as you under, begin to understand what's actually happening around you, what your cli- what your competitors are doing or not doing, what your your clients or potential clients are experiencing or not experiencing. You know, um, I think you, you see those gaps a lot better if you're in the process yourself. You become what I call what I call a um, a, a leader expert. You know, you're your business leader, but you're also be, be becoming, over time, an expert in the industry. And I, I, I really believe that un, unless you know what's going on and unless you have a, a place where you can go to ask those tough questions and, and, and get answers, um, it, it's going to be a little difficult. It's a difficult period, but having insight, I think, helps. So insight helps, you to, helps to engage the client, to get you involved in that process.
1: I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, you have um, five steps, if you will, um, or components to your web-based plan, which consist of vision, big picture, the mission, mm-hmm. insight, business intelligence and analytics, an outreach plan, um, implementation, and the financial, the, the balance sheet and the cash flow. So uh, you kind of went into insight just now. Let's back up a little bit and say, okay, I have an idea. I, I, how, what's the, the genesis of a
2: vision? Well, your vision may be motivated by your know, your your desire just to help people. You know, you may have an interest, you may have a, a love for technology, for an example. You may be great at writing code. Um so your vision may be to help to write code for people who um who have an interest in in financial management. Right? So and that's a great vision to have. It, it may change as you, go through, as you go through your process of building a business, understanding the market, understanding what's out there and what's not out there, and understanding what the true um, challenges are for those who may be looking for a, a financial management application. Um, but as you go through that process with Insight, I'm tr- I guess I should tie it back to Insight at this point, right? Well, yeah, so, that, absolutely. With Insight, mm-hmm. what it's going to help you to do is take that idea and, and lay it over as, like an overlay over what's actually happening within your industry and market as a whole. So if you do your research and you begin to lay that place, that, that idea, uh, your passion on that, you know, on that map of what's happening within your industry, you begin to see where it fit. And you begin to see you know maybe what adjustments you should make with your vision, uh, with your goals to, to fit and take what the market gives you, basically.
1: Well, it, it, the insight actually would, would start with Um, gathering data right and focusing in on what is the right data what do you really need to know I mean a competitive analysis of who else is is in your game plan um, what you can charge for it um, who you know and who would be interested and developing a a plan for all that which kind of brings us down to the next step which is Mm -hmm. the outreach plan so describe that in detail a little bit
2: that's, a, that's an oxymoron, huh? Describe yeah, it, in detail yeah.
1: a little bit. Yeah, really, it is.
2: <laughs> um, once you identify your target market, you, you, the more you know about your market, the better opportunity you have to communicate with them and, and to reach out to them and, and where they are and, and help them solve their problems. So, for me, again, it, it all goes. It goes back to a business. Uh, goes back to your research, understanding your competitors and what they're offering, what they're not offering. Understanding your customers, where they are, what they're buying, what their challenges are, what they're willing to pay. You know for what you have how often they buy and as you understand this uh, understand this information you can then develop uh plans and uh, on how to reach out to and communicate with your potential clients okay so
1: so for those who were listening who are doing a startup or those who have been out there for a while and just hit a wall you need to redefine your your vision to see how it relates right exactly um you need to do some analysis some insight to gather data And come up with some kind of game plan, if you will. And once you have that, you need to create an outreach plan. And an outreach plan, I always define as who are you going to, you know,
2: defining your market, your firmographics, your demographics, right? Right. So a part of Insight has a module that actually helps you to create a marketing plan which, of course, goes through all, the, all of the demographics, help you understand what your competitors are doing, like I said before, helping you put to, get, to put together um, the four Ps, you know, your price, promotion, um, position, and I can't think of the other one right now, but there's a fourth <laughs> one, fourth P. But it helps you to establish, you know, how you're going to channel your message to and how you're going to build relationships with your clientele.
1: You know how I define that? I define the firmographics as the industries or the markets that fit that would be interested in what service or product you have to offer.
2: Absolutely. The
1: demographics now are interesting because you have to drill down who within that market and industry, what companies, um, who in those companies. And once you have defined through Insight what you have to offer, now you need to communicate it,
2: right? Yes, it, and absolutely.
1: And once you need to communicate it, once you define your market, you now know what language to speak, what music to play, yes. what colors to wear, because now you're focused on communicating what you are to your market. So that, to me, is developing your outreach plan, which becomes your marketing strategy,
2: Yes, right. And yes, your sales,
1: sales enablement initiative. So then we go to implementation and by the way it is absolutely gravity driven right mm-hmm. it, it starts with the vision insight outreach and now okay now we're going to implement how
2: do we implement so with insight um, it has a module for for creating what, what i call the execution uh execution plan as well so what it does basically is it drives, drives you through a process of looking and reviewing everything that you've done to that point with the industry marketing research, with the, uh, the competitive research, you know, understanding your customer, building that model, building a strategy, and the steps to, you know, to actually carry out the, the steps to carry out your, your strategy. And you begin to identify, once you've identified the goals you want to achieve in, say, maybe the first quarter period of time, you begin to assign, ta- you begin to define what those, what those uh, steps are and assign tasks. And move the company forward, or move your client forward to actually ex- executing those those steps. Uh,
1: again, same sandbox, just different interpretation. Right, uh, same meaning, and and I say that's where the rubber meets the road. I agree, because now you have this plan. You know who you're going to talk to. Now it's a matter of how and who from your company, whether it be the founder or whether it be a marketing person or sales, are going to be the outreach and actually start communicating, right? So right. the implementation is sweat, it, It's right? <laughs> <laughs> I agree totally. Right? So the uh, implementation is very, very, um, very, very important because now you have this great idea and you have it all figured out. Now you got to communicate. Um, one thing that uh, I say to um, – Those who are not business development or marketing-minded, they think they have a great, the better mousetrap, if you will, and the world will beat a path to their door. And I always remind them, wouldn't it be better if you put a light on and attract people, maybe clear the woods so there's a path? Right. And if you really take initiative, go down to the village and knock on a few doors. Absolutely, absolutely. Right? And that's where um, many companies that are founded with uh, individuals that are not business development minded, or it's not just in their DNA to ask for business. Mm-hmm. That's what boiling. That's what implementation is boiling down to. Right. You know, I right. offer this. Would you like it? You know, whether you say it outright or not, and we can talk about that. How we approach that implementation side, um, but you need if you're not that DNA, you need to have someone that is. Right. So um, you know, I I, I, I re- talked about whether you're going to be overt or covert. And in today's market, um, going back pre-2000, if I said ABC in sales, instantaneously, everybody would go, always be closing. And that is rather passe now, because I have defined it, the movement as ABC, always be caring. I agree totally.
2: Um, Yeah, that makes total sense. I, I think and I, I've learned this when I sold real estate years ago in California, um, and I, I've heard this as well. No one really cares about what you know until they know how much you care about their business and, and, and about what they're doing and what they need. And I, I'm a firm believer in that, and I, I, when I talk to potential clients, I always try to understand where they are. If they're starting out for the first time, I want to know, you know what their ideas are and where they want to go with their business and how I can help. And we, from that point, we can explain how I can insert you know, what we do with Insight to help you build your business. Um, if there's if it's a client that has a business already, of course, there's, that conversation is a lot more in detail about the business so we can find out what's going on, where the pain points actually are, and how we can actually help. You know, For me, for me again, I, I just hate to see... People who put their life their life earnings into an op, you know, into a project that doesn't work out, are uh, people who have these larger dreams but just don't actually get there because they just don't know where to go or how to get started. So I, I, I agree, it, it, it has to. St- it starts with care. You know, well, it's sure. it's the and not disclosing.
1: It's putting the care out there because people I feel uh, have to buy into you. In other words, you yes. can't sell a need to someone. Right. They have to have the need. And see that you have the capability to deliver a solution to them. Right. So if you will, if I think, you know, sales is a a numbers game, if you will. In other words, how many qualified uh, prospects you can be in front of, your certain Mm -hmm. percentage will be interested in your service or your product.
2: True. Mm -hmm.
1: True. So um, let's move down to the financial and balance sheet and cash flow. Just describe that. Because now we went from vision, insight, outreach, implementation – and now to the
2: fifth. So, I, I think understanding how strong your business is financially helps helps you to manage it better. For example, um, we 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 try to drive our clients to pull information from their balance sheet and from their cash flow statement. For example, just to just so that they, they can do enough um, analysis on the strength, growth, gross profit margin, or maybe your uh, debt ratio. Um, and maybe a current ratio. Just to give you an idea of how profitable you are, how liquid your company may be, or maybe even how um, you know, how, be- how well you're managing your debt. So by understanding these things, if you have, deep, for example, your gross profit margin, if your gross profit margin is continuously trending upward, that's great because you are obviously keeping your prices down and you're generating more revenue. If that trend goes downward, that's an indication that you need to go look, look further into what's happening in your operation because you're probably either not generating revenue or if you are generating revenue, you are letting your costs get out of control. So, by having an idea of what these simple measurements mean, that gives you a, a, again just a different perspective of how to run your business and how to, you know and, and when you need to be paying more attention to your clients, which should be always. But this helps you understand where you are and you know where your focus should be at certain times.
1: I think a, a, a classic example of the importance of strategy would be for anyone who is thinking of selling their business. And by the way, that is not the end of after 20 years or 30 years, all of a sudden you want to retire and sell your business. There's a market out there for developing businesses and spinning them off within two to five years, right? right? So there's strategy involved. This is This is more or less highlighting what your program. And basically, uh, any program is starting from vision, going down to the implementation. So uh, a strategy, uh, to give an example, would be, okay, I want to sell my business. Um, Typically, when I talk to business owners, they have an inflated value of what their business is going to generate. Uh, Sometimes they think it's 10, 15 times EBIT, right? Uh, In reality, they're lucky if it's three or four. But they need to understand that. And then you can develop uh, two typical strategies that I I look at. One is how much money you want to put in the bank. So if you realize that you're not going to get that 10, 15 times EBIT, you might want to start selling off assets and okay. getting that cash and putting it into to your bank. Right. The, the downside of that is that limits how much more production you can do, how much more throughput you will have
2: right
0: but
1: that's one strategy another strategy would be as you just mentioned before is looking at your pricing and saying okay I'm going to lower my pricing and generate more client base, mm-hmm. and maybe that will generate more interest from competitors that really feel they could buy your client base because they have products and sales that they think they can generate from your client base. So right. they might value your business above and beyond what another competitor might. Exactly. So that, that is just focuses on the importance of strategy. That's that's real-life examples. Uh, speaking about real-life examples, mm-hmm. could, could go back to any one of the uh, points that you have from vision down to the financial and, and kind of give us a, a real-life example if, if you can.
2: Well, I, I noticed the impact of Insight um, just a couple of months ago. I was working with a client for the first time who um, had a small business. Revenue uh, revenues in the millions. And he called me one day and said he needed help building a business plan and an investment proposal. He had investors that approached him wanting to invest in his company um, for expansion. And um, he, you know, we went through the process. I built the business plan for him. I created the, you know, I put together a great proposal, investment proposal. I also did a business model for, model for him as well. And with the business model, we included, you know, some of the metrics, you know, gross profit margin and so on. And as we were going through the business plan, it was great, and I did the research for him as well, right? But we were going through the plan, and it was great. Uh, but he, while I was talking about the plan, he was looking at the business model. And in mid-sentence, he looked, he, he said, Robert, and this is over the phone, he said, Robert, um, I have a real business. I have your real business. And I'm thinking to myself, you're making millions of dollars a year. You, obviously, you are. Uh, but he, the fact that he could actually see the structure of his business, to see how things related and to see how, how, you know, what adjustments he needed to make in his operations, obviously. But to see his business that way and to see that future outlook on his business, uh, just, it, it blew him away. Hmm. It really, truly did. So that's when I began to realize that. And, and whenever I work with a client, if they're not already on, uh, not only already subscribed, I use the system anyway. Mm-hmm. And and I give them access to that system so they can see me build their you know build their account. They see me go through the end of the research. They see me working with their business model. They see me doing the competitive research, and they begin to feel they, the, their view begin to become more holistic in terms of how they see their business and they see things around their business. So. We don't go into as much detail into the financial aspect we, as we talked about a moment ago. But get the whole goal behind Insight is to get people involved, get them engaged, and to just open their, their, to just broaden their perspective of what they can actually do with their business. And um, I think that helped out quite a bit. I, there's a second example I have as well. Um, this is ongoing, but I have a client that I'm working with right now on our second project. and she's, I'm coaching her through an eight-week process to, to get her business up and running. And um, same thing I'm, I'm using insight I've, she's got access to it and and she's seen the exact same thing as it progressed she's seen how the how the, the research is broadening her understanding of what's happening within a market she's see the competitive research and she's, she's been to see uh, create ideas that may be, that may differentiate herself from those that she's competing very against. important and um, exactly and, and and she's she's looking at the business model now and understanding how all these pieces work together, you know, your value proposition, your your customer base, and and so on. And um, again, it's giving her the, that holistic view as well, and she's really appreciating it. When it's all said and done, that will be hers. She will, of course, keep a subscription, I keep building on that as time go on, and letting it guide her through her, you know, through the life of her business.
1: You know, you mentioned one word that that uh, I always pick up on that is business development is holistic. It, yes. it it it's a mentality from the top all the way down you know yes. an it person could um create a better system for call ins and creating better customer satisfaction mm-hmm. better satisfaction retains clients goodwill you pick up more uh, revenue um so it it's a whole mentality um but often you and i would be called uh, as business developers to sales and and what needs to be understood by those who are not thinking business development as a process. Right. It is a process. It really truly is. Mm-hmm. And you need to understand that that process develops a strategy. Right. So it's not just a matter of going out there and knocking on doors, it's going out there and, if you will, implementing, communicating with your demographics who you are and what you are with a strategy. An example I can give for that is I represented an offshore fabricator of of oil and gas facilities. Mm -hmm. And what I realized Mm -hmm. is they had a great yard, a great production facility, but they were not very well known in the the world. And now I'm calling on major gas companies, you know, Exxon and Chevron. it, It wasn't resonating, but what I was able to do with a strategy, my strategy wasn't to win the big contract. My, contra- my strategy was to become number three. Okay. And once you got on to getting the RFPs, right? Request for proposals, right. now you're being taken seriously. Right. and then I can introduce the company I can introduce the management to the, com- the, to the client's management I could get them over to the yard and that was very successful so the point that I'm making is strategy is very important and many times you and I are called on we need sales help us sales and implement what is and I'm mm-hmm. going back to something that we spoke about 20 minutes ago and that is that refocusing
2: yes uh, I agree totally as well Artie um, yeah, one of the reasons why I did create Insight is because, I, like you, I believe that when you are facing those problems, and I believe that many of the problems you do face in the business at the strategic level, it, it takes you back to one place, and that is how much you know about your company, how much you know about you know, internally and externally, how much you know about your customers and your competitors and your industry as a whole. That, that process and that information is what helps you to, to structure your message, for example. You know, and, and helps you to to ask the right questions to get some of the answers you need to to move forward. Whether it's more customers, or uh, whether it's you know cutting costs, for example.
1: In in the uh, minute we have left, uh, talk about insight and how people could contact you. Remember, it is E N S Y T insight.
2: Yes. yes. So you can contact us by going to our website, um, insight e n s y t at insightbusinessdevelopment com. Um, on that website, we do have a link for email communication, and we, have a link. we also have our telephone number, a toll-free number there as well, for you to get in touch with us that way. And it is a web-based small business
1: development system, so uh, it's something that they would do on their own, right? You provide the, the formula, if you will, and uh, how much, uh, um, I'm, I'm sorry the word, uh, how much involvement would they have
2: with you? Uh, very good question. Yes, it, it is It is a system that you can use by yourself if you want to, but there are different levels of subscription. And with each one, of course, there's an, there's an increase in price, but there's also more engagement with the business manager. Um, you know, we can go as far as we well, we can do the research for you, mm-hmm. annually for you, or quarterly if you want to do it quarterly, mm-hmm. all the way up to coaching you throughout the entire process, coaching you throughout the process of working through and building your business, uh, doing the research for you, helping you build a knowledge-based system that, so that you can actually capture and share your, the, the information you learn and the things you do in your business. So that knowledge-based system is extremely important. So, so in other words, and in short, there are, there are different levels of subscription and there are different levels of, of um, engagement with the business manager to get you going um, into your business. Well,
1: thank you very much. I thought this was very enlightening. This is Robert Williams III. Uh, He's the CEO of Insight, and I hope you all learned something today. And please keep developing your business. Signing out, Artie Ruderman. Bye.
0: On behalf of the Pro Business Channel Networks, we want to thank our guests, sponsors, and you, the audience, for joining us on the Business Developers Network. This episode made possible in part by Innovative Growth Solutions. For more info, visit igscorp.net. Today's broadcast can be heard on demand on your favorite Internet channels, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play, and across the PBC syndicated networks. We invite you to share the show using the posted social media links and join Artie Ruderman and his guests on the next episode of the Business Developers Network.